All right, uh, we're live. This is Two Shades of Brown, and I'm Sadek. And I'm, uh, you know, you know who it is. Best yeah. eyebrows in the fucking game, Christian Colojo. Uh, today's episode is going to be about a variety of things. Really, stuff that happened over the last couple of weeks, starting that, with... Actually, before we get in, I want to... We need some FU. We need some follow-up real quick. Mm-hmm. I asked you guys to send me poetry, and one of you did. Singular person. Singular person, yes. The first of the ever show. Friend of the show. Uh, yeah. He's inspired by my hat collection. His name is Eli. He's a good guy. All right, I wanna, I'm gonna. I'll read it. I yeah. think. Okay, let me let me get my poetry face on. Get those jazz hands ready. <clears throat> he is a boy of meat, but not an ordinary boy of meat. For he is super. He runs, he wall jumps. That's about it. As he is challenged again and again, he sighs and dies like way too many times for reals. Yeah, uh, that poem, if, if anybody didn't get the references, um, is about a game called Super Beat Boy. If you like super hard platformers, that's a game for you. Um, I, I feel like that poetry is actually a, it's a syllogism for life, you know. <laughs> uh, so let's start with uh, something recent, IFA, which, which happens in uh, Germany. It's in Berlin. Berlin. Yeah. Uh First things, Sony. Sony has uh, announced their uh, latest iteration of the Z series or Z series, how, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, but but the more important question is, will, will we actually be able to buy the phone? Yeah, that's a that's a thing um, because Sony closed down their uh, physical and online stores all over the place. Like I know the one in my nearest mall uh, got closed down and it's no longer there. Uh, so how, how are gonna, people going to buy these? Are they going to buy it through a carrier channel? So you're going get, to get it through a carrier? Or are you going to have to order it, like import it from like Sony directly or something like that? I don't so, know, man. It's yeah. like, uh, well, you, like his U.S. carriers, T-Mobile is the only one. I think Verizon sold one, the Z3. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe the Z4. Oh, no, it was a Z4 and a Z3 chassis, which is really weird. And T-Mobile had like the Z4 for like three months and just stopped selling it. Right. And you can't buy them online too, right? They close down their online stores in Canada and in America. Like I'm pretty sure it's like maybe the UK and like Japan are the places you can buy Sony phones. Mm-hmm. Right yeah, so basically you're going to have to rely on third parties third party resellers or like yeah. eBay. And if you import it too, your warranty's not valid. It's only valid in the country no, you yes. ship to. Yeah, warranty's a problem. So basically, if you want to buy a Sony phone, uh don't do it. Just just don't that's that's my advice. I, don't do it. There's better phones out there, man. Let's let's be serious. I mean, yeah, if if you really want it though, you probably can get it at an inflated imported price. So good luck with that. You know what I think actually? I think the Sony phone, the Z5, it's going to be like the Nokia 800 or the N900. That was one that ran Mego, right? It was oh, the geez, first. That was so long ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, remember the one that inspired all the Windows phone devices that had that yeah. Lumia? Before Lumia, it was just like, it wasn't a Lumia device, but it had no. the Lumia identity, and then that's what they used for the Windows phone. The yeah. one that ran Mego, oh, God, I want one of those. Because you could have got, you got like Android Jelly Bean on there. I remember someone custom ported it there. That was. That was a very versatile phone. Yeah, for sure. 
it can run multiple uh, operating systems, which is which is not normal for the most part. Speaking of normal, uh, Intel, of course, at a mobile conference uh, for some reason, uh, announced a bunch of uh, Skylake stuff. Uh, Skylake is the next generation uh, of processors from mobile to uh, high-end desktops and servers, I suppose. I haven't heard of any server releases, but definitely mobile and desktop. Well, they have like portable Zen, right, or something like that, right, for their, uh, um, their Xenon, rather, for like laptops. Uh, yeah, but the Xeon stuff, it, it gets its its refresh cycle is different because the life cycle for those are much longer than um, your average average uh, desktop or laptop processors. So their their release cycle is usually much slower and. They're, because they're also way more expensive, and you can't usually get them from the usual channels. Uh, so Skylake for phones, for desktops, for laptops. For desktops, I don't think it's much of a improvement uh, in performance. Maybe in uh, power usage and uh, just power usage in general is is what. Intel seems to be focusing on this time. And, and uh, well. for portable devices, though, you get. Um, I guess so. It's tied more to like Windows 10 since they've. Um, so, like, let's say for example, if like Android phones, right? Qualcomm and Google sometimes work together on features. Like, right. for example, OK Google Listening. There's a DSP chip that's a uh, low power that's always mm -hmm. on, always listening, yeah. and yeah. that sort of thing is coming to Skylake for laptops and stuff for yeah, Cortana on Windows yeah. 10. Yeah, uh, for Cortana support, as I presume. Um, yeah, so it's it's uh, Sky, uh, Intel is working with Windows, which uh, sorry, I mean Microsoft. Uh, this is not a new thing. They have been doing this for a long time, but I guess this one is a bit special because Microsoft really wants to get Windows 10 everywhere. They want to get it like a billion PCs by the end of the year, and it, they really need like OEMs and processor manufacturers to help support Windows 10 as a platform, so, which includes stuff like integration with Cortana's uh, voice abilities in the processor. <sighs> also, speaking about uh, our favorite brands at Sky at, at uh, IFA, we have Samsung, who's probably not going to announce anything. But uh, they a, might announce uh, new tablets, um, but they run Android, so who really cares, right? True, but, true. Google doesn't even make an tablet Android apps, so that's that's a rant for another day. That's that's a whole entire podcast <laughs> yeah. episode on the deterioration <laughs> of Android uh, for tablets. But so there's um Pengate or a stylus gate style. Can we gate, can we, we not can we not call it anything other than it's it's a physical problem with Wait, the S can, can it be hold on though, can it be Pengazi? <sighs> <laughs> oh my Please let every, it be every time I hear that word or variations of that word, it just annoys me a lot. But yes, uh the Note 5's S Pen. The stylus, if you don't know what the S Pen is, um, has a problem where if you if you if you put it in there the wrong way around, it gets stuck in there uh, by the mechanism that holds it in place, and you cannot get it back out without breaking the, me the mechanism inside. So, um, the pro the real the problem is they say this in the manual, so not inserted the other way around, but nobody reads the manual. Who reads manuals for phones? Um, and also the AT&T version of the phone doesn't come with a manual. Yeah, so it's like nobody's reading the manual. And 
it's it's gonna happen by accident or on purpose as some people seem to do uh it's gonna break the uh inside of the, i don't know if samsung is gonna make slight changes to the, how the stylus works or uh because that's the only way they're gonna fix the problem at this stage it's or they're gonna probably do warranty replacements for the mechanism inside for people who are who, who are idiots and deliberately uh stuck it in there despite people telling it but it will break and there's a video of Leo Laporte from. Uh, yes. Oh. He was uh, he was just playing with it, right? Because yeah. you assume, right? You assume, right? If you're gonna stick a pen in backwards, there could be some give, right? You're gonna get some resistance, and if you yeah. push forward, like that, that's the more reasonable thing. But no, yeah. Mm-hmm. Video, it just slid in there, and then when you try and pull it out, that's when it starts clicking, and you're right. To, so it's, 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 it's designed so that the sticking point is at the very end, so there's no like resistance it's, in between. Yeah, there's no feedback that you shouldn't be yeah. doing this, right? It's not like you're yeah. pushing in and you have to like use some force. It just slides in as if you're putting it normally, which is the problem here. There's something to be said about foolproof design. Like this wasn't a problem with the previous notes, as I've heard on the uh, on the Android Central podcast. Uh, they said that Samsung actually regressed with this. Like they removed like the thing where you couldn't insert it upside the other way around, which is weird. I don't know why they did that, but. They were they were doing it right for the last few uh, Note generations. So, hey, um, Samsung Samsung's just trying to grow their brand, man. Just leave Samsung alone. It's all about the brand. Yeah, I would imagine people at carrier stores are probably uh, annoyed. Taking, probably annoyed because there's going to be people who are going to try to break the phones inside the carrier store. Um, this happened with uh, Apple when. Uh, uh, when when Benghazi was a thing, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, people would would try to bend uh, iPhones in in the Apple stores. Uh, I don't know how you could do that. It's like always a million people in the store. How you can do that with getting away with it? It's it's just. So speaking of uh, things that are, uh, which one are we, are we going? Wait, hold on. I want to be sure. Let's. Uh, speaking about things, are we talking about logos right now? Or are we talking about Hideo Kojima? We're talking about Hideo Kojima, our favorite right. Japanese developer. I, I I really think he's a filmmaker now. I feel like that's uh, a proper term. See, see, people would say that yeah, he loves doing like long ass cutscenes, but his cutscenes are always not that great. Like from a like story writing, like screenwriting perspective, like he like reveals too much like too much detail so it's like over details in the cutscenes it's just i don't think he's a very good filmmaker or if he tries to be one i don't think he's very good at it who knows but yes mgs5 mgs5 which uh i I know nothing about i know absolutely nothing about because i tried playing uh ground zero and i was confused i I don't know these games are too complex for me i need something like super meat boy that's um yeah it's stealth Stealth action game for people. And I think everybody knows what Metal Gear Solid is. I tried going in guns blazing when I was playing it, and dude, that was you, not. You can, you can actually do that in these games. The modern ones are more suited to uh, guns blazing style. But enemies, but they keep on coming in. That's the thing. Well, you yes, have to hide eventually. But, you can. But you have to be better at the game if you want to. If you want to go in guns blazing, it's harder. Uh, obviously, it's, it's a stealth game. It's supposed to be. You have to supposed to be playing quiet, not all. Uh, Rambo style. It's not Far Cry, but the map. This time it's an open world, so the maps are more like Far Cry. 
but the mechanics are still uh, very MGS-like. And the PC version is is a solid version. Uh, I'm pleased to report. So yeah. You mean uh, toilet biscuits? Please report. <laughs> I'm pleased to report as well. I'm always happy when the PC port is not all shit. Uh, uh, because the recent drama about Bat Batman Arkham Knight has left everybody with a sore taste. But Ground Zero was like a really good PC version. Yes, too, but so I don't. But you never know. Like you know, developers Konami and Japanese developers. Uh, don't have the best track record with uh, PC ports. That's racist. No, it's 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 not it's not racist. That he can't say that. Yeah, our show's two shades of brown. We get a we get a free card for being racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so MGS Five it's available on uh, this generation consoles and last generation consoles. If you want to play on those. But uh, you should really play Metal Gear Solid Four. If just so you're not confused throughout the entire no, game. No, actually, no. That's the wrong game. Is it wrong? I thought it was. Yes. was it, I thought it was Metal Gear you're Solid Four. Was you're or supposed it to be playing Metal Gear Solid Three, and uh, you're supposed to be playing Peace Walker. Three it, is Snake Eater, right? Yes. So it has. So there's two timelines. So you're gonna have to play the ones that have the one with Big Boss in. So you have to play the one with MGS3 and Peace Walker are the correct games that you want to be playing. Or if you don't want to play it, you can... Uh, can There's going to be a Let's Play series that we're going to be linking to. In the, uh, I think we linked to it last week. Yeah, uh, we're going to link it again, man, because that it's, it's, it's important. Metal Gear Solid is an important cultural staple. Just like Kanye West and yes. Taylor Swift, Metal Gear Solid is right up there. Yep. So moving on to cultural uh, importance. Speaking about Kanye West, Google has a new logo this week. <laughs> yes. Uh, completely out of nowhere, um, this came out. As, as they seem to be doing these days, they seem to be announcing things out of nowhere. Nobody has uh, any idea that they're going to be doing this. Uh, new logo, which is um, new font with new colors. or Not new colors, but... Uh, Simplified colors, I suppose. How do you feel so, about this? Um, so, if you have a low quality, like so, most a good number of cheap Android phones and laptops these days don't ship of uh, phones with their uh, displays rather that are happy and have a uh, good color reproduction. So, if you have one of those screens on like a cheap laptop or whatever or a cheap phone, it looks like it's Comic Sans because of the density and how color shifting and all that happens. Also, but. Um, so I think the monochrome version of it is fine. So for those who haven't seen it, it is uh, it's using a font called Product Sans, which is on the Alphabet website. Alphabet split off from Google. Right. It's well, it's Alphabet split off and then bought at Google and and on one sort of. It's yeah, weird. that's it's, uh, that's a whole another podcast in itself because that's very complex. It's a reorg of the whole. More structure. importantly, it's it's the entire it's the font that Alphabet is using in their logo and they applied it right. to the Google logo. Yeah. But it uses the Google colors. Yeah. Definitely. And it's. It's they use like a more like Fisher Price style colors and more like they're they're really vibrant than not muted. Yeah, definitely it's uh, more. Uh, it's easier on the eyes. It's round. It's because of the font. It's uh, because the the little animation on Google.com is is like they're they're drawing the uh, logo with crayons. So yeah, that's the attitude behind the new logo. So basically, this went through the whole Google org chart so from the designer to this to the whoever that the exec who signed off on it and presume some major shareholders probably took a look at it before it uh came out um this went all the way through so i don't know what google is thinking 
for this, really. Um, I really think it's just the colors that make people not like it. Because if black and white, like I said earlier, it looks fine. The yeah. product stance is a fine font. It's just... And the thing is, too, though, it's like they're applying it to other things now. So, like, they're using the G, right? And it's yeah. like... I, I thought it was Groupon. Like, Google Plus made a logo that's a G, and I thought it was Groupon Plus for a moment. Because it's <laughs> the exact same. looks so similar to the G Groupon uses and more importantly, the Google Plus logo now is a circle with a G and a plus and a drop shadow. So right. it just looks like a really shitty material design theme. Yeah. You know, like, you know one of those Leet XDA ones? Mm-hmm. That... Yeah, it's... Uh, the, the the most annoying thing is it doesn't look good at small sizes, like with the uh, Favicons that they updated. Mm-hmm. And it looks ridiculous in the Google search bar because using also a really monochrome... Uh, not monochrome, but a colorized... Yeah. Us, a microphone icon on the Google Now launcher. It reminds me of like the '70s Apple logo. Yes, yeah. The '70s uh, Apple logo is uh, very similar to that. So what's up with all these companies using primary logos? Because Microsoft uses the same colors, right? I mean, not exact same colors, but no, no, same same colored spectrum. Man, I don't know about design trends. This is not, it's not an area that I know anything about. But hey, speaking of things that I know some, not a lot about, Halo Five. Halo, Halo 5. Five, man, it's 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 dank. That's what it is. The trailer yeah. it came out and ah, uh, it's good. I just want to point out to anyone who says that that's not, it's not the that they're just three four threes during Halo and that. Uh, Things portrayed in the trailer are not accurate to Halo lore. You are wrong. That is that is probably the most accurate Spartans have ever been portrayed in any of the Halo games. Definitely, yes. Um, if you've read the books, and you really should be reading the books if you uh, care about the lore. Um, if you don't, that's fine. Mainly because they're good books. Unlike yeah. uh, unlike a good amount of the Star Wars Expanded Universe, the, most of the Halo Expanded Universe is pretty good. Yeah. And if, if you haven't read, you should read the Forerunner saga. It it's definitely expands on the whole uh, Forerunner lore, which is important in Halo 4. Because if you play, if you have played Halo 4 and you're wondering what the hell the didact is and who the librarian and what her purpose is, and it's all explained in the Forerunner saga. So if you want to read that, it's, it's very important. But so I'm just hyped for this game. Yeah, it's definitely. Gonna be, it's going to be good. I hope the multiplayer is not broken, like with. Uh... Well, I mean, they did betas for it, right? And the beta worked fine. Beta, beta worked better than Halo uh, Master Chief Collection. <laughs> Man, the thing is, even with beta and launch day, it's going to be entirely different. So I hope they're, I hope they're ready, and I hope, I hope the servers are good. Because they don't want to repeat of post Master Chief Collection. They really don't. That was not a good, good time. Yeah. Speaking of things that are not a good time, <laughs> Android Wear on iOS. Is a you know, thing. I don't, I don't like to critique you on your own show, but if I was, if I was doing it, because this, if you didn't know, today's uh, the theme of this episode is hashtag shitpost. We're, we're, we're going all in. But you could have <laughs> been like, speaking of things that are a good time, let's watch this video on Android Wear on iOS or something. I don't know, but. More importantly, Android Wear supports iPhones, and it's it's more limited. You can't install Android Wear apps. Uh, yeah, which is just to be expected due to you get uh, yeah. You only get rich notifications support if you're using Google apps. Right. 
which is also expected because the APIs for uh, rich in uh, integration are sort of locked away. Only IMS, only Messenger app really has it. It's like a closed API, so even other Apple app, even other iOS apps can't access it, really. So. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely not a... I mean, it's, it's good for Google to sort of want to get it out there. Well, I mean, I have a couple of friends now who are telling me that they're going to be switching to iPhones because that's, they just don't like the Apple Watch and they like their Android Wear devices. <laughs> yeah, Apple Watch is just... Because Android Wear isn't that bad. I mean, it's there, still... yeah, there's a good variety of watches too, so you got you got a good choice of design. There's some new watches that are going to be coming out. The new uh, what is it? How do you even say their name? The company that starts with an H. Uh, Huawei. 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 Yeah, it's see, it's it's uh, it's a hard name to pronounce. Um, so yes, they're they're going to be coming out with a new watch, the LG or or watch, watch new motor watch is probably gonna be announced sometime at IFA this week. Yeah, that that too. So, so plenty of variety in design and uh, capabilities for the new watches. So, hey, it's a good thing for everybody, really. Yeah, and uh, it, if it helps get more people off of Android, I'm all for it. <laughs> oh man, it's. Uh... Remember your emails to s at sadix Yes, send all your um, hate mail and uh, Android fanboy uh, copy pasta. Actually, this week's uh, we're not done with the episode yet, but I this week's iTunes goal, even though none of you use iTunes, is five stars, and I want you to link me to the shittiest theme you can find on s on make it like a Froyo theme, the most garbage <laughs> Android theme you can find on XCA. Maybe like one with all gold bars. Find one from like from like the Nexus One days, and uh, just just link, just send it to us. We'll we'll laugh at it. It's all right. Yeah, it's, it's moving on from. Speak, yeah, which, speaking about things that we're gonna laugh at, let's talk about your skills in Hotline Miami Two Static. Um, I've been I've been playing for the last two days. I've been trying to beat this one level in Hotline Miami Two. And I get to the like last stage of the level, and I get really frustrated. Like I have to retry multiple times, and it's I'm not sure if it's the level design is really annoying because the levels are much bigger in this game, or if I'm just really bad at it. Probably a combination of both. Uh, but the thing is, if you like, if you're at the final stage of the level and you quit it and you quit the game. You have to start the whole level from the first stage again, which is uh, so they have a really bad checkpointing system. Yes, they do. It's horrible, and uh, uh, that actually frustrates me more than the difficulty of the game. Really, it's just <sighs> I'm only playing it because the music is fantastic, and uh, yeah, that's basically really the game. The core gameplay loop is it hasn't changed that much, so I'm like, the music is the real reason to play this game at this point. I'm probably going to be taking a break and play MGS5 when I'm going to get it soon. Soon. Essentially, uh, Hotline Miami it does not get the static brown approval rating. It's a it gets a maroon on the scale of brownness. Ah, uh, yeah. If you like if you like games with fantastic soundtracks and mechanics that will frustrate you because 
that's how it is. It's, it's one of those games that you have to keep doing repeatedly because there's one guy with a shotgun that always gets you. Uh, so, yeah. Are we talking about... Uh, well, this so stuff there's, is... There's going to be an Apple event soon, and Apple's going to announce things in Apple TV, which is going to be have a apparently like sort of a Wiimote-style interface. It's going to have gaming support. And that's just Apple things, and it's probably going to sell decently, and John Gruber is going to say this is what TV should be. And then Microsoft's <laughs> going to announce Surface 4, which a bunch of people are probably going to buy, some Windows phones that no one's really going to buy, and... Uh, <laughs> Maybe some Xbox stuff, but no one, uh, nothing's really leaked about that yet. Oh, speaking of Xbox, the Xbox, stuff. Xbox stuff, there was a new controller, I think, from uh, from Razer. Uh, Razer released a branded controller with, uh, I think it's a different, different, slightly different buttons and a slightly different analog stick or something. Uh, that's a thing, apparently. And there's oh, a because, it's a, because the master, I'm not the master to God. It's the Halo, uh, Xbox Elite controller, I believe, the one that has the removable uh, D-pads and all that. So it's probably like yeah. a competitor to that. Yeah, definitely. It's, and then you have the Xbox Elite console, right, that got released uh, recently, coming out in November. It comes with a one terabyte hybrid drive. And now for those of you who don't know what hybrid drives are, right, so there's like a 50 gig SSD partition on it. Or right. 50 gigs of its SSD, and then the rest of the terabyte is all regular hard drive stuff. Right. And the, the controller on the hard disk is consistently throwing the most ac- most access files onto the SSD portion yeah. to speed it up. So if you play, like say, for example, Destiny all the time, it would yeah. throw Destiny onto the SSD portion. So that's always it's going to be loading up quicker because the controller in the hard disk recognizes which, is, which files are being pulled most. Yeah, that's definitely a good feature for... Uh, as I find with consoles, um, the, there's a problem with loading times. It's always been a problem, I guess, uh, because of they usually cheap out on the hard drives in those. So slow, slow access times are a thing. Levels take forever to load. Yeah. But it, I do like how Microsoft, uh, Sony, for example, the PS4, it's like a laptop. I think it's just regular SATA hard disk, and you can't use any external storage for games. So you have to pop out. You have to keep on buying new hard drives. And so Microsoft lets you just plug in a, any USB drives. You can plug in as many as you want, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's fa- fairly flexible, which is a good thing, I suppose, because games are getting ridiculously big. And you can also take that USB drive with you to your friend's house, log into your account, and your games are still there. Right, so it's it's good, because games are like 60 gigs and more. Oh, Halo Master gigs. Chief Collection is like 80 gigs. Yeah, so storage is, uh, is at a premium with these things, really. And Xbox One is is doing a good thing with the uh, whole sort of mass storage merging thing that's going on in the OS. Yeah, essentially since you just log it anywhere and your licenses stink. Yeah. So don't buy physical versions. Why don't don't buy physical versions unless it, unless you're like me in Halo Five and you want to spend two hundred dollars on the collector's yeah, okay, edition. Um, okay. Can I can I go on a bit of a rant because I, I went on a rant on Twitter. Um, that was that was a recent controversy about. Uh, the pre-orders for Deus, the new Deus Ex, Deus Ex, Deus Ex, uh, Mankind Divided uh, game that's coming out. Uh, they had a, some stupid pre-order scheme that I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna link uh, a Toil Biscuits video on it, but I'm not gonna talk about it in detail. Um, and don't pre-order games, people, especially in the digital age. It doesn't make any sense unless it's a collector's edition. And you want like the uh, books and like the statue or whatever. 
don't. If you're just going to buy the base game, don't pre-order because that makes no sense at all, especially with digital distribution these days. There's no physical scarcity to be worried about. These are not Nintendo games. Uh, so, yes, just don't pre-order. And with that, we're probably going to end. I know. I disagree. Hold up. We're not ending the podcast. <laughs> I disagree here. I, I think there are valid times you should pre-order. Um, for example, if you're a PC game you're not going to get cool stuff anyways physical limited physical editions never give you pc gamers anything to begin with right. um if you're a console gamer though and it's a series <laughs> you love and you want the physical stuff don't pre-order for the game pre-order so you can get like a limited edition that's what i just said i meant if it's like a special physical copy where it's it comes with uh like a Pip-Boy for Fallout yeah, 4. Yeah, so if it comes with some ha- extra hardware, some art books or whatever, some uh, some statue or helmet or whatever comes with games these days. Um, yeah, so you can pre-ordering those are fine because those are like physical things and you can't get them like, you know, otherwise. But just if you're going to buy the base game, pre-ordering it just doesn't make any sense at all. Just doesn't. It's just... I don't know. Uh, people tell me that it's whatever, but it's just basically not- Sadik has thoughts on pre-ordering. You should all follow him on Twitter. His yeah. Twitter handle is at Sadik Safe. Yeah, definitely. I'm, my Twitter account's private, but if you want, if you're cool enough, and send me a send me a XCA link, I'll let you follow me. I'm at Chosafine. Um, you can find me on Google Plus as His Lordship, Lord Chosa Mordecai the <laughs> Fifth. Sadik Safe. This is uh, Two Shades of Brown, where we just shitpost on everything. Right. And, of course, you can send your listener mail with your hate mail to uh, com. We'll talk about it in the next podcast. Uh, with that, goodbye. Yeah.